You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyrie Thompson bringing you yet another episode of First in Foxborough live from Gillette Stadium. Obviously, you can hear the construction going on behind me. That's just going to be a permanent fixture probably all season long, but there ain't too many better places to record, so this one's it. Just walked out of practice a little bit ago for the brief media portion that we were able to see. Mac Jones was not there, obviously. We heard all about it, suffered... Uh, what seemed to be a pretty severe high ankle sprain in Sunday's loss to the Baltimore Ravens. There's been a bunch of talk about how long he's going to be out. Well, start it with today. Bill Belichick mentioned that in his press conference that he probably was not going to practice today. And that was the case. Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappi were the only two quarterbacks out there for the New England Patriots. And that looks like that's what it's going to be on Sunday when they go up against the Green Bay Packers down at Lambeau Field. Now, first, before we get to some of the other better injury news, let's talk about this press conference because Bill Belichick was on another level when it came to his responses to questions about Mac Jones's health as it stands right now. First of all, let it off by saying he'd seen Mac Jones earlier this morning and said that he's been making some steady progress over the last 24 to 48 hours, looks better than he did over the weekend but did say that he was unlikely to practice today. Then came the, the slew of, okay, what, what's uh, exactly going on with Mac Jones? What have the doctors told you? What do you know about his status? Day by day, that was the constant refrain. As a matter of fact, sometimes Belichick would even punctuate every single word, day by day. And, and he did it with this, this, this smile on his face that was just, it, it was very entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he, was, he was having some fun with the obfuscation, as he so often does when it comes to uh, things that the media really wants to know, but he just doesn't have any interest in, in a- answering. And then he was pressed by Andrew Callahan of the Boston Herald at one point about what he had heard medically from uh, you, know, uh, you know, doctors and, and trainers about Jones's ankle, and he just said, "What do I look like, an orthopedic surgeon?" At one point, he, he said, "Do you want me to look at the MRI?" So, I mean, he was just, and, and again, saying all of this while laughing. I mean, just, just totally cla- uh, classic Bill Belichick, uh, you know, with with the the snark, the smarm, and ultimately not answers to most things, except for uh, he really enjoyed talking about 
the Green Bay Packers, uh, particularly uh, Don Hudson, who last played like 80 years ago, and and how uh, the the Green Bay Packers started the the one-two dynamic wide receiver punch. Uh, and so, I mean, get Bill Belichick talking about football history, and he'll give you every answer that you want. You want to know something actually useful about the football team at uh, you know this point in time? Most likely not going to give you that. But he did come out and say clearly, definitively, that Brian Hoyer will start for the New England Patriots if Mac Jones is unable to go, which he made sure to not rule Mac Jones out for this Sunday. Again, day by day. But I think that we all know at this point, and we should know, that there's almost no way Mac Jones can play a football game right now and have it be a good thing for him or the New England Patriots. Don't care how badly he wants to be out there, how badly the Patriots might need him out there. It, it can't happen, should not happen. So that means, uh, you know, by, by using the, you know, a couple of different transitive properties here, that Brian Hoyer is going to be your starter. Okay, sorry for everybody who was, uh, you know, clamoring for Bailey Zappi to take the field. That's not going to happen, at least to start Sunday's game against the Packers. I wouldn't doubt that he probably won't play very much at all, probably won't start those games. Um, and the reasons for that are a few. Number one, Brian Hoyer, yes, we all know what he is. He's, he's a replacement level quarterback, he's a backup right he's he's not an nfl caliber starter that you want to trot out there for 17 games we all know this don't need to rub that in uh he's lost his last 11 starts including uh, his last start in 2020 against the kansas city chiefs though you should know that he literally found out he was starting the day before the game did not have time to prepare just went out there did what he could do obviously it wasn't much he went 15 of 24 for 130 yards and interception in that loss so yeah obviously that's not good but look i personally regardless of what i think of their upsides or what have you brian hoyer is most definitely the better option to start a game for the new england patriots right now this is at one and two with a soft part of your schedule coming up after the packers game this is not, let's find out what we have in Bailey's Zappi time, okay? This isn't Madden, where you can just, like, make whatever quarterback work for you if you feel like it. And it's also not suddenly a, well, let's just blow up the season because it doesn't matter any, anyway kind of thing. This is a bridge the gap until Mac Jones comes back, see where we are. Hopefully, they're still in the playoff race, you know, from their perspective, um, and they haven't fallen too far behind. And then you go from there. Okay, you try to pick up some wins once Mac Jones returns to the lineup. This is not, well, let's just go full on tank season. Okay, you're not, you're, you're not the Jacksonville Jaguars or something like that. Right, well, not the Jacksonville Jaguars right now because the Jaguars are actually good. But you know what I mean from years past. Okay, this, this is not a situation where, yeah, we're just, we're just putting the uh, veteran out there until the rookie's ready to start. No, this is, this is not that. And... I gotta be honest with you, I've seen a lot of Bailey Zappi this summer, okay? I was there for just about every single practice the New England Patriots had. I've watched the preseason games in person, on the road, what have you. Bailey Zappi's not ready to start an NFL football game. I don't know what you guys think this dude is. Like for, for those of you who, who want the Patriots to start Bailey Zappi right now, 
just this idea of, oh yeah, well, you know, you, you got to see what he has. Maybe he's got some magic for you. Bailey Zappi's not good right now. He's not. I'm just going to come out there and, and, and tell you unequivocally. I mean, again, I guess we haven't seen him in action for a little while, but even then, it's not like he's gotten a whole lot of action at practice because all the reps are going to Mac Jones and the ones, okay? So this is, this is not the time for this. Okay, Bailey Zappi's not good right now. If you don't like interceptions, you're not going to like Bailey Zappi because he threw them in practice all the time and threw one in each preseason game he was in. Okay? This is, no. So this is not the time for this. Brian Hoyer will hopefully keep you afloat, especially now that he's had some actual time to prepare for this game. Don't expect anything crazy, but hopefully it just doesn't go horribly, horribly bad. A couple of extra notes on the Patriots. So first of all, practice some good news Jacoby Myers and Kyle Duggar were both back after missing last week and being limited in practice the entire week before um, we don't know what their final practice statuses are because we're not going to find that out until somewhere around four o'clock but both of them were participating in opening drills which is obviously a good thing um, got to see Jacoby Myers run some routes still moving a little slower than you'd like but maybe that's just because it was warm-ups working his way back in Maybe we'll find out he was limited in practice, what have you. Now, on the other hand, Kyle Duggar looked like he was a little bit further along in the process. But once again, this is a situation where it was just good to see them moving around, participating, doing something football related. Now, a couple of other things that I wanted to, to put out there before I log off with you. A couple of you know statistics related things about where the Patriots are right now as they, as they go into this period without Mac Jones. Number one, for all the mistakes that Mac Jones has made and the turnovers that the offense has had, they've turned the ball over eight times so far this year in, in their entirety, five of those being interceptions by Mac Jones. And you got Michael Lombardi talking about if he had continued on, on his current path, then uh, you know there, he was either going to have to change or he was going to lose his job. And it's like, holy overreaction, Batman. Good gracious. But, okay, even, even on top of that, let, let's put that aside for just a moment. The New England Patriots, the New England Patriots that were busy hitting singles last year, not trying to hit anything extra, you know, extra base, go for any home runs. They were keeping it buttoned down, keeping it chill on offense last year. The New England Patriots, through three games this year, are tied for the most explosive pass plays. That's defined as 20-plus yards on a reception. 13 explosive pass plays tied for most in the NFL through three games. Yes, we can talk about the you know, need for Mac Jones not to throw some of these balls and to not, I guess, test the boundaries too much which I think that he, he is he's doing. He's trying to figure out what he can and can't do. He's trying to be more aggressive, trying to create bigger plays. And to an extent, maybe you got to look at that and say, okay, Mac, that's great, but be more aggressive Mac Jones style instead of, say, throwing balls into the middle of the field for Devontae Parker to try to get or throwing end zone interceptions, right? You don't want that. But you can also look at that number I just talked about, 13 explosive plays through three games, a bunch of them just came in, in this past game against the Baltimore Ravens. And you can say that right there is a sign of progress. Okay. That is a sign of Mac Jones's aggressiveness turning into good things for your offense. And you hope that, I mean, Brian Hoyer doesn't have Mac Jones's arm. Uh, he really isn't going to be throwing the ball 
deep and I don't know that I want to see him really even try to do that but you, you'd hope that there's still going to be some explosive plays out there for the Patriots to pick up with Hoyer at quarterback uh, which would I would hope involve a little bit more Kedrick Bourne on the field that's another thing saw an ESPN stat come through just this morning about Kendrick Bourne being just kind of criminally underused by the Patriots based on these new wide receiver metrics that ESPN has been putting out that's been that they've been tracking in terms of just his reliability his his catch score um, you know out from zero to 99 ranks among the very best as a matter of fact it would rank the best among wide receivers since 2001 when he joined the New England Patriots. So from the beginning of last year to right now. And that includes the very limited stats that he has this year, which interestingly enough, because of one of his explosive plays, he still is one of four New England Patriots receivers that are over 100 yards, even though he only has, what, seven catches or something like that so far this year? That's pretty exceptional. For, for a guy who's, who's barely played to have that level of production just tells you, give this guy chances and he's going to do good things for you. And I think the good part of this is he's, he's had time with Brian Hoyer working with the second string. So Brian Hoyer knows how to get the ball to Kendrick Bourne. And so I, I would hope that you're still going to see him on the field, even though the Patriots are going to probably run the football more and are going to uh, you know try to protect Hoyer, Bailey Zappi, whoever's on the field with the running game, in which case you would probably be seeing a little bit more of little Jordan Humphrey than you would Kendrick Bourne. That said, I, I think that this is still an opportunity for, hey, if we need we need some plays here. We need a playmaker. Kendrick Bourne can still do that for you. That's going to wrap it up for this little report from First and Foxborough. I'm Kyrie Thompson. Make sure you follow me at Thompson 5 on Twitter. Follow the show account at First and Foxborough, F-O-X-B-O-R-O. And make sure you stream, listen, download, subscribe on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Going to have some more content for you later. Trying to get you with Deontay Lee of The Athletic for something a little bit more long form that's going to hit tomorrow morning. And I will be back at Gillette Stadium for the rest of the week. Peace.